Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. They described him as, he's basically future with a turban on. Wow. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. Thank you for returning. This podcast (laughs) is brought to you by Hip Hop DX. And here is where we keep you updated on everything that is going down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, music lover, music appreciator, Asia Sky. And your other lovely host and hip hop aficionado, A-Dub. It is Tuesday. Let's get right back into it. Mm -hmm. Nick Cannon was on The Breakfast Club and he is explaining to us why he has so many baby mamas. Also, Cameron, you know, he's fresh off of the versus battle, Dipset versus the locks. But come to find out, he almost bailed during the verses. Like, he wasn't even going to show up and come out on stage. Also, Lupe Fiasco is cooking up a brand new album, and he's going to make it in less than 24 hours. If anybody can do it, I feel like Lupe can. For sure. Also, we got new music on the way from Cardi B and Lizzo. The City Girls are vying to do a collab with Nicki Minaj. And T-Pain has made a revelation, a shocking revelation, that he had a diss song towards Jay-Z. Let's get down to it. Okay, let's start off with some Nickology. So Nick Cannon, he he fancies himself kind of a philosopher of sorts, a thinker, mm-hmm. a scholar. Yes. So of course he's been in the media a lot lately for his various baby mamas and children that he has being born at the same time. Mm-hmm. And now he has come forth with an explanation, a scholarly explanation as to why he has all these damn kids. So you know Charlamagne and Breakfast Club, they go in, they go at it, they get to the <laughs> bottom of it, what they need to do. And so when Nick Cannon came on there, of course, they had to ask about the kids and the women. And they asked why he was going baby on baby. So (laughs) let's hear it. I know he had a good explanation for this. So he was saying that his reasoning is uh, he thinks that a one loyal family and one family of kids is a Eurocentric concept. You think about it. Teach, brother (laughs) Cannon, teach. And of course, Eurocentric coming from, you know, the ideas of European world and European culture and how we had like this thing of it should be just a one family band and things like that. But he's like, no, I believe in multiple women and multiple children and multiple families. So Nick Cannon is that's what he believes in right now. He's polygamous. Okay, Nick Cannon, that is that's fine if that's what you want to do. I don't think he's ever going to marry any of these women. Right. Because you can't legally do that here in the U.S., can you? Mary, no, you, you can't. can't have multiple wives here. So Okay, so if he ever wants to marry them, he's got to go over to, like, Dubai or something and, and get it done <laughs> over there where that's legal. Right. But, I mean, you can't 
what can you say about it? Like, that's his personal opinion. That's how he chooses to live his life. It doesn't look like these women are hurting or their children are hurting for anything. I personally, you know, don't understand or subscribe to that lifestyle, but that's Nick Cannon. Yeah, a lot of people were saying, well, like uh, when he was with Mariah Carey, he had all notions to be one family and marry her and things like that. They were saying maybe Mariah Carey scar- scarred Nick Cannon into changing his ways because now he's like, oh, I've been hurt. Maybe I don't want to do the marriage thing or the one woman thing. How are you just going to blame it on Mariah <laughs> like that? Don't ever do Mariah like that. Don't ever do a legend, the queen of Christmas. Yes. <laughs> she invented Christmas. How are you going to try to blame it on her? Exactly. Don't do that, Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. But of course, people were also saying that in the interview, Nick Cannon came off as sounding smart, but a lot of things he was saying was actually kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> they were. They described him as he's basically future with a turban on. So. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, future do got tons of kids though. Yep. Hey, <laughs> it's the season for that. So many babies happening uh, this past quarantine year. Mm-hmm. Like people having multiple kids, multiple baby mamas. It's a. It's been a baby boom. Twenty twenty one, the baby boom. It really is. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, Nick Cannon. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. Okay, so let's go back to this versus battle, man. We haven't stopped talking about it this whole past week. Dipset versus the locks went down. We know Jada Kiss and the locks have been getting all the love. Dipset, a little bit of the love. But Fat Joe was one of the people that came out and was given like kind of a play-by-play of the energy at the versus battle and just how dope it was and different highlights of the versus, right? Well, according to Fat Joe, Cameron almost bailed on the verses. Yeah, according to the clip, Cameron and his entourage are trying to get into the venue. And of course, as a lot of people do, they try to bring more people than they kind of agree on as the entourage to be in the building. So people at the venue were like, no, you can't have these many people and yada yada. So Cameron was like, you know what? Well, I'm a lead. And he actually went back <laughs> to some garage, they say, like down the street. And then he had to call Swiss Beats and Swiss Beats was on vacation with Alicia Keys, apparently. Wow. Thought you disturbed that man <laughs> while he was out in Turks and Caicos with his family. <laughs> exactly. So uh, Swiss had to make some calls, and eventually Cameron was able to let everybody in. And something about um, Cameron was able to hear um, the boxing match announcer, Michael Buffer, say his name, and it kind of hyped him up to come back on stage. But <laughs> at first, Cameron was not going to be in that building due to the entourage and the venue policies and things like that. So I just want to point out that women get this stigma of being a diva, and being hard to work with and being difficult, but it is these men, man. Soldier Boy did the same thing. I just want to point out, Soldier Boy was the first rapper to threaten to leave a versus battle because they wouldn't let his mans in. Of course. So Cam is actually the second to do this, but this is diva behavior right here. If they tell you, all right, you can bring in 10 people or whatever the number is, and you agree to it, then why not just bring those 10 people? Like, why do you need that to bring the extras? Why did the whole Harlem have to be on stage with Dipset during this versus battle? No, seriously, I don't get why either. If you agreed on 10, let just let it be the 10. <laughs> but I, I don't expect anything less from rap shenanigans. So I wasn't surprised, but I am glad he decided to come out and do it and go through with it. Yeah, because imagine if Cameron wasn't there and we were just left with Jewel's Jim and Freaky Zeke. <laughs> I don't know if that her first battle would have been any good from the dipset because Cameron, of course, helped carry dipset during their side. That's facts, though. Yeah. <laughs> but I just like the way Fat Joe tells stories like he can tell a story about anything and just the way he does it. It just <laughs> makes me want to listen to it. Like he can talk about going to the grocery store and buying some fruits and vegetables. And I'll be like, oh, 
really? Oh my gosh. Like, tell me again. <laughs> He's a good storyteller. He got it. He, he really does. Speaking of stories, this is going to make for a great story. Okay. So Lupe Fiasco is planning on making a brand new album, but he's going to do it in 24 hours. He had tweeted at 3.30 a.m. yesterday, finna do an album from scratch in 24 hours. One song in, nine to go. And he said last time he did this, Stack was alive and Stack was referring to, um, Stack was referring to a Queens rhymer by the name of Stack Bundles who was shot and killed in June 2007, who was an early supporter of Lupe. So that's what he was referring to on that part of the tweet. So he doing it for Stack Bundles too. It's about to be lit. This album is going to be dope. If anybody can make rhymes and make songs that fast, I swear it's Lupe Fiasco. Like he is a, a rapping machine. Like he can do it automatically with no thought, I feel like. He can yeah. just execute raps in his sleep if he wanted to. So I feel like he's, he's going to be able to do this. Now, he's making it in 24 hours, but is it going to be out in 24 hours? Like, is he going to put it out right when he's done? Or how is that part of it going to work? Right. That's what I'm curious about, too. And so far, we haven't heard, like, if he is going to, like, put it out or if he is just simply working on a project. And it's going to take 24 hours to complete with the writing and recording process. But, yeah, I don't know if we'll get it, like, this Friday on New Music Friday or what he plans on doing with it. But, Lupe, you better throw this out. Otherwise, there was absolutely no reason for you to tell us this. If exactly. this project doesn't come out, I would be mad. <laughs> I'll be hot because why would you tell us? That's basically, like, getting in the studio and saying, oh, I'm about to make some songs and then don't put the songs out it just there's no reason for that so i'm just hoping 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 that he releases it yeah same here because you tweeting like this talk about 24 hours album gonna be done put it out in 24 hours too you can't make the the album for stack bundles and not put it out exactly i'm just saying now speaking of new music we got new cardi b and lizzo on the way so you know a few episodes ago we were speculating because lizzo had kind of hinted at putting out a new collaboration now everybody was thinking that it was going to be with harry styles mm -hmm, yeah you know sometimes the streets be wrong when the streets be talking sometimes <laughs> the little birdie that told you tells you the wrong thing so everybody was thinking it was lizzo and Harry Styles, whole time, is Lizzo and Cardi B. Yes, yeah, she announced it by, uh, she did like a FaceTime call video and like the contact name was changed to Rumors featuring and then whoever was going to answer the phone call, that'd be the feature. And of course, it was Cardi B. It looked like she was fresh off of a wake up or something. Ooh, we love creativity. <laughs> I love the way she announced that. Doing it on a FaceTime call, that's super creative. Better yeah. than just, you know, tweeting it out as people love to do. Mm -hmm. Me and so-and-so on the way. Like, that's great. But she made it fun and festive for us. And now I'm excited for the collaboration. Exactly. I think it was a great way to do that, too. Now, speaking of collabs, the City Girls, they're out here putting their bid in, shooting their shot. They want to do a collab with Nicki Minaj. Yes, so they were on an episode of Actually Me, which is a series for GQ Magazine's YouTube channel. And the whole premise of it is basically they go undercover online. Like, so they make different accounts on various websites and then they talk to fans on these websites. So one fan was like, when's the Nikki collab coming? And basically they was like, we want to do it. Like, we ready. Where is the Nikki collab? We're hoping for it in the future. Seriously. And a lot of people like try to make fun of it, like, uh, oh, you're never gonna get your feature, but you never know what can happen. Post it. <laughs> so there it is. Super fun, cute episode. And I think Nikki's probably gonna see this. This is on GQ. Yeah, it's a pretty big platform. Those videos 
do really well. So I'm sure that Nicki Minaj is going to see it and maybe help out the girls. And yeah, I was about to say, Nicki's in a, a feature mood lately, it seems. You know, mm-hmm. she just jumped on Bia. She helped out Megan. Like, you know, Nicki was, Nicki was jumping on a few people's songs. So I'm hoping that once she sees this, you know, she'll do something with the City Girls. Yeah, I hope so too. We need it. I feel like P and Coach K can put that together. For sure. Ooh, you know what would be good? City Girls, Nicki Minaj, and Lil Baby. Like, I was just thinking of the Ooh. whole QC and Nicki thing. That would be fire. That would be fire. That's a good look. All right, since you said good look, do you think a T-Pain Jay-Z diss would be a good look? Like, you think that would have been a great vibe for T-Pain's career? That's a pretty big diss to give to somebody trying to diss Jay-Z. I don't know, but... Yeah, I don't know about that one, but that was something that was in the works back in the day, apparently. So T-Pain was on an episode of Drink Champs with Nori recently, and you know, back then when Jay-Z had the Death of Auto-Tune song, everybody was hating on T-Pain for using Auto-Tune and quote-unquote messing up music, Mm -hmm. (coughs) Usher. So back during that time, Jay-Z did make the song Death of Auto-Tune. Of course, you know T-Pain was going to feel some type of way about that. Even though Jay-Z said it wasn't specifically directed at one rapper, we all know who he was talking to. He was talking to T-Pain. Yeah. Come on now, Hove. We know that. But anyway, T-Pain said that he had a diss record in response to this. So yeah, on the podcast, T-Pain was basically saying, you know, why he recorded the track. And it's been so long ago that he even forgot what the track was titled. But he was doing a show in Las Vegas and he was faced with all these obnoxious fans coming up to him about Jay-Z's death of autotune, probably like how he felt about it, what you gonna do, what you gonna say. Mm, I guess instigating. He, or exactly as fans sometimes do. So T-Pain got in that booth and recorded a little diss track. I was done. I was super drunk. I did a show in Vegas uh-huh. and everybody in the crowd was like, Jay-Z killed you, bro. Oh my God. <laughs> like, oh my God. I was like, oh all right. I'm never doing shows again, so <laughs> that's it. <laughs> And it's all like bros, it's all, yeah. you know, white boys with their shirts off and shit. Jay-Z, you just the rock, bro. Fuck you, bro. And I'm like, my dude. I'm up there, like, playing the piano. I'm like. Anything but auto tune. No auto tune at all. The whole time, I'm playing the piano. Dang, not hove ran T Pain off the auto tune. <laughs> And then I, just, I ended the show early, wow. and then I just went and drank myself, tried to drink myself to death, and I was just like, I'm I done. Hennessy was involved. I don't like how he just tried to breeze past that. He right. said I tried to drink myself to death. T-Pain, are you okay? Right. I know this is years later, but let, let it out. Let the pain out. No pun intended. Period. Tennessee involved? It was a lot of Hennessy. Okay, that was, it was all Hennessy. <laughs> oh, yes. What straight, a bad rap for Hennessy. Straight, <laughs> straight room temperature Hennessy. Room temperature. Yeah, I was straight out the bottle. I was just like, man, I'm going to just go. Like, the next day, my managers was like, do you remember saying fuck Jay-Z on stage yesterday? (laughs) Whoa, wait. (laughs) I I didn't remember all of that now. But no, man, I was just ready to to go, man. And I I went in the studio and I started recording the record and my managers were like, I think we just need to take a break. You're on a lot of records. Uh, That's just going to last. People are doing promo for you. You're not going to True. It, nobody, you're not going to be missed. And then I, it, we were supposed to take a break for like two months, and I took a break for like four years. Dang, T-Pain. Mm. That man went through it in the auto to, in the beginning of the auto-tune days. Yeah, man, like what? That's crazy. Jay-Z and Usher, y'all owe T-Pain a song. Y'all got to both hop on a song with him, you know, make it right. Y'all sent this man into a four-year depression. He mm. tried to drown himself in the Hennessy, and now our guy's back. So why don't all three of them just do a song together? And I feel like that'll 
you know, kumbaya, make it right. That'd be one for the the books. If T-Pain, Jay-Z, and Usher got on a song together, despite everything that's been going on with all three of them and this whole auto-tune thing, that'd be dope to see too. Fire, I'm telling you, man. I be, See, I be having the ideas. Yeah. But realistically, I don't think, you know, Jay would hop on the song, but I feel like the Tane and Usher thing might actually have a chance of happening. Yeah, I can see that more so happening than Jay-Z giving out a verse for that <laughs> type of song, but yeah. And we'll end it on that note, a hopeful note. <laughs> Hopefully we get T-Pain and Usher in the future sometime. That concludes today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening to your podcast at Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher, everything. Okay, subscribe to us and make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to subscribe to all of our social medias like our Instagram and our Twitter, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us too. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. So I do want your feedback on the podcast. Let me know what you're thinking. And I'll follow you back too, especially if you tell me you listen to DX daily. For sure. And then also you can follow me as well at A Dub, that's A Y Triple E D U B B. Alrighty, we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.